Welcome back to Cutting Deeper. Kicking back in uh, the Botanical Gardens here in Sydney with a special guest today, Kristen Olsen. Olsen, not ocean. Not Contrary ocean. Contrary to what most people Contrary to popular belief. Yeah. No, yeah. just from her Instagram, Kristen Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Well, well yeah. kind of sponsored. By myself. So little to no profit gained on that one, but it's all right. Yeah, sweet. No, so yeah, we're just going to kick back in the park here in the botanical gardens. It's so nice here, isn't it? It is it's absolutely beautiful. lovely. Just watching some children frolicking. Frolicking is an excellent word, by the way. Frolicking, yep. Some ducks crossing the path. Mostly I just wanted to explain why there were some noises in the background. That's really what <laughs> I was trying to explain. Um, anyway, so joined here today with Kristen because... Um, just because of an Instagram story I saw that was actually like pretty <laughs> profound. So I, I thought I wanted to have a chat with Kristen on the podcast because I think she's got some good stuff to say. Oh, I like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I really hope so. <laughs> Just no pressure though. It's fine. No, no, it's no fine. pressure. No pressure. Nah. No pressure. It's fine. Nah. So Kristen, um, from your accent, I can gather you are oh. not a local Australian person. No. Where have you come no, from? No, it's not. It's not difficult to pick out, is it? Um, well, let's see. My state of origin. Oh, state of origin. State of origin. Oh, that's actually like a term here, isn't it? Um, I'm from Oregon, and <laughs> I was explaining earlier that the the city I was born and raised in is actually called Boring. So, like, when so people good. are like, "Hey, where are you from?" I say, "Boring, Oregon." They're like, "No, no, no!" Like, like what city? And I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's Boring." And they're like, "No, the name of it." And I'm yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't see what the problem is. What, like, what went look, through their heads <laughs> to name that city boring? Uh, it's just look. I if I could tell you, I would. But yeah, you have no idea how many people think my license is fake because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll show like my ID and it says I'm from Boring, Oregon, and like 16 year old Kristen just, I, oh, ooh, um, like it just everything about it looks fake. It's, it's kind of funny, but, you know, it's it's near Portland. So I usually just tell people I'm from Portland. It saves that whole, like, conversation. So Portland. try to yep. avoid that. Yeah. Well, it's a good conversation. Pretty funny. Yeah, but I don't feel like boring is, like, a good representation of, like, my the life. Town? Or unless it's just, like, out of irony, like, the fact that I'm from boring. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just made me want to, like, overcome what that name, like, projects onto me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I am not boring, contrary <laughs> no, to No, I swear. My, my it is on my license, but it is not within my personality. I really hope. Really hope. <laughs> so is it a boring place? Um, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, so it lives up to its name. We've actually got two, like, sister cities. One of them is Dole, Scotland. And the other one is actually New South Wales. It's called Bland. It's what? pretty. It's pretty inland. Yeah, I just recently Bland, learned that. Yeah. In New South Wales? Yeah. Um, it's like southwestern. Really? I guess it would be. Yeah. But I don't you learn something new every day. Yeah, really. And the other one was dull. Dull Scotland. Every year, um oh, wow. in Boring we have like a, a little sister city party and it pretty much is just <laughs> the local fire department setting up their truck in the one little tiny park and then they give out like free ice cream and like 20 people show up yeah that's like the celebration of boring we have every year but sounds boring. that is the extent of boring and 
yeah, don't live there now. So it's yeah, fine. okay, it's moved fine. on. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. Yeah. yeah, as always. So Australia, you like it? Where whereabouts are you in Australia at the moment? Oh boy, staying. So um, I had originally come over to study, but then in a pretty like small town. Is it okay? Can I say like town names? Is that yeah, like too revealing? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> Depends. I guess you don't live there now. Yeah, so it's not like anyone could. If they're using this for stalking I don't know, purposes, I say I live in Melbourne. Nice. Okay. I'm sure there's other ways people could stalk you. Like Central Coast. Or say I was living like Central Coast, but then yeah. I would go to Newcastle on the weekends and I fell in love with it. So I decided to move there. And now yeah. you're in Newcastle. And look at me go. We're just, yeah, just living in Newcastle, but, you know, struggling through that Newcastle life. Struggling through? Struggling. Oh. I shouldn't say struggling, but yeah, basically. I mean, it's like I've just graduated college this last year. Yeah. So this is my, like, you know, when you push the bird out of the nest and it kind of like flops around or any any baby animal that represents like beginning adulthood mm. of just like trying to get their legs, get their wings. Just you know? flopping around. Just flopping around. Trying to work yourself through life. Yeah. 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 I but, get that. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. Anyways, so you said um, you'd seen one of my... Yeah, so Insta story. Stories. Um, it was talking about, like, well, the future. So from the Insta story, I gather you wanted to be doing counselling future, yeah? Studying yeah. counselling. Well, it's... I think it's something that's always been yep. in the back of my mind. But um, I've known my entire life that, like, I, to, to some, like, variation and an artist like I love I love creativity and I love like the creativity of conversations as well as like you know listening talking that whole like dynamic this and that um but yeah I'd posted this story last week after um well right now I'm a waitress uh (laughs) which is that was kind of the that should explain that whole struggling comment of um I'm on a working holiday visa so I can only do casual work yeah yeah and um Anyway, so I was at work the other day, and this guy, like, comes up, to, and I just am, like, taking his order, you know, just typical day. And then I just ask him how he's doing, as I do most people. Most people are just like, yeah, good. Yep. Don't really dive into it too much. But then <laughs> I love it when this happens. This is, like, my favorite thing is when people, like, really unexpectedly open up, and yep. the other person's kind of caught off guard because I do that to people sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'll yeah, just say I something so really funny. deep, and the person's like, oh, ah. Uh, Shoot, like, now I have to, like, address that. I didn't actually want to know. Yeah, I didn't actually want to know how you were, but... No, I actually mean it when... Yeah. And I think some people can sense that. Apparently he did, because this guy, grown man, probably, like, in his 50s or so, he he's like, to be honest, I've been better. And I was like, oh, like, do you want to... Do you mind sharing? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah. And he, he told me his dad just, just died. Oh. Like, it sounded like within the last maybe week or so. And I, I was, I was not prepared for that. I mean, yeah. that's not my normal, like daily. Well, you don't hear that every like, day. Conversation. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like, wow, I, I kind of just had to sympathize or empathize, I guess. Yeah. Through like facial expressions. Cause there's just no words. Like I did not know what, what words to say, but we went on to talk about it for about like 20 minutes. Thankfully it was like a really slow shift. Yeah, Thankfully. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, he just, I, it was amazing because I hardly said anything to him. I gave him very few like prompts like, oh, like, 
I can tell this is like really hard for you, things like that. And then he just kind of like unraveled this whole story about his dad. And like, I was just really glad he felt comfortable enough with me to do that. But um, like he had not verbally processed it or probably even like mentally processed it yet. Yeah. But um, I was just thinking later, like, I think this is what I had said in my story specifically is that, you know, when it comes to our passions or the things that we really care about, we, um, we kind of feel that we owe them really big, like grand gestures or they have to become like our career. Like I want to be a counselor and I'm, I mean, I'm not one yet, but, and I feel like it's, there's always been this idea of like waiting, like, oh, you can't, you have to wait till you. You're like like, postponing the dream kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to wait till you get this degree, you know, or like, oh, I have to, yeah. You know, you know, you kind of just puts you in the state of like waiting or like you'll never quite yeah. be there. So yeah, yeah. It, it really like. Well, what you have to produce isn't quite good enough. Yeah. Like it's not good enough yet. Like I don't have the counseling skills. Yeah, like yeah. I, that's just like a fact yeah, that I yeah. don't. But you are passionate about people and want to listen to people at this point. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And so I realized that, you know, you don't have to wait. You can incorporate you know, small details of what you care about into like, yep. every day. Yep, yep. Um, I'd said something else in there. Something about how, like, hmm, how do I articulate it? I thought of a really good way to say it at the time. Yeah. But uh, I was saying, like, the underlying reason for, like, why I want to be a counselor is that I care about people and I want people to feel heard. And you don't have to wait yep. to, to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just something I sort of processed the other day. Um, I like I like using social media as a platform for different purposes, and I think most people use it. Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, and I get really, really positive and really, really negative feedback for that. Like, really, I'll you just, get negative feedback for that. Oh, definitely. Like anyone who follows me, Chris and Ocean, um, <laughs> on my story, I'll randomly just like go into some really deep like philosophical ideas and um i have gotten like negative messages about it saying like oh like you know you're really self-absorbed and like you're really like negative just like stop complaining type of thing yeah and it's not in those words specifically but yeah i've had enough positive feedback that it's worth it to me that yeah some people are like oh wow like you really like articulated this idea in a way that like helps me understand myself better. Like, thank you so much. Like, yeah, it's very. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. what I noticed. It was very well expressed. Um, thank you. Like, that's what I was. I was just thinking because it was relevant for me as well. Like, with this this podcast in particular, cutting deeper. Like, I I probably like I've been hyping it up in my head for months. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't. Oh yeah. I haven't talked to heaps of people about it, but like, I don't know. I. I think there was a lot of like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll plan it all out and then I'll finally do something. And then when it came to actually mm, doing something, uh-huh. I put that off so much. I didn't actually like actually do it. It was never, what I had to offer was never really like good enough. And then I kind of just yeah. started and then now I'm just doing it. Yeah. It's the whole thing the, of like waiting because, you know, you could always feel more prepared, but you will literally always feel like you can be more prepared for everything exactly anything. yeah like I, I did that in moving to Australia as well like I I was actually meant to move here like three or four years ago I applied I got yeah. I almost like got my visa and then 
I was just like, no, I'm not ready. And then I didn't do it. But yeah. then you've just got to like take the plunge. Yeah, or, 100%. Or something really fun. I actually, I like to do with myself um, is like, you think about something that you've been wanting to do and then you just directly ask yourself, be like, what is stopping me? And then yeah, I like, like that. write down, That's really good. like tell yourself, like write down five reasons, like why not? And they all just sound so dumb when you write them down. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> I'm nervous or like, oh, I don't want people to, you know, like judge or judge. whatever. Yeah, I mean, it? they're going to anyway. Yeah, exactly probably, right. So. If no one's judging you, you're probably doing something wrong, <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah. Like, do you know, um, do you know Friendly Geordies? He's a, no. he's a Australian YouTuber and he, he has a lot of like, he does a lot of like comedy sketches, but every once in a while he'll like touch on these really deep truths. Yeah, right. Um, Sweet. Yeah, which is actually really cool using comedy to like access people. But he had said something about how like it's so much easier for people to like, um, they see someone else doing something and then they try to tear them down. Like... It's only, you only start getting criticism in life when you do something out of the normal. Yeah. Which is like, you know, creative people experience like criticism. Which are the things that are like really adding to the world, like beneficial things to be doing. It just means you have an opinion and it's different from someone else's and like. Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) Exactly right, eh? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, that's awesome. You just, you've like dove into it though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like. took a while to get to that point but then I finally did it I'm glad I just did it and didn't like hold back and not think about it yeah. I've done that with like even assignments and stuff when I'm at uni I like put them off so much because I don't think I'm in the right mindset to write a perfect essay or anything like that yeah oh yeah it's procrastination that's all <laughs> it is that's all it is you're just putting it off because you're not in the best headspace at that point in time or whatever mm. mm-hmm. no it's it is such a weird thing. Like, I, don't know, I was I was telling you earlier. Um, it's like, oh, I'm a writer. Like, I write every single day of my life, and I have oh, as wow. long as I yep. can remember. And I've like started so many books, and but then at some point, you know, this this voice comes in of like, oh, it could be better. And then you you get too like nitpicky with your editing, or like, whenever I reread anything I've written, I just like cringe, like. And then I just like stop and then I'll like start something else. But um, I've been <laughs> listening to a lot of like motivational speaking yeah. or like watching a lot of videos of like famous writers. And I feel like I keep hearing this same message from all of them. And it's that like, like you can't edit a blank page, first of all. That yeah. was something that hit me. I was like, wow, that's true. And like also yeah, something that. that's written, something that's done is better than something that's done well because you know anything's subject to change like you've got to get it done before you can like perfect it or yeah there was this this um, thing that I used to have like in my room at college called the cult of done manifesto (laughs) have you heard of it I know Um, and for how much I love like reading about cults that's surprising it's got nothing to do with (laughs) cults it's such a weird name (laughs) that's a great name Um, but it's just this like this set of rules I'll read them out so there are three states of being not knowing action and completion number two accept that everything is a draft it helps to get done number three there is no editing stage 
Number four, pretending mm. you know what you're doing is almost the same as knowing what you're doing. So just accept that you know what you're doing, even if you don't, and do huh. it. I don't know if you fully agree with these, but I just find them interesting as. Well, I mean, as much as I hate cliches, yep. I keep finding myself coming back to them, but the whole thing of like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Uh, I actually, on that kind of note, a few months ago, um, I started this little like personal project, I guess, a little like social experiment of yep. um, like I'd started this new job and I, I found myself coming to work like most days and I just wasn't very like confident in my work. I was getting a yep. lot of like criticism from my boss, um, this and that. But then I tried this little like ritual where I just like I'd make my walk to work focused on like faking confidence. Yeah. It's not, faking is a bad word. Um, but I would like change my posture and tell myself yeah, like yeah. you're like confident. projecting confidence. Yeah, and you're then choosing to project it. At, and then at some point, like I realized it just became like a natural thing was to like tell myself like you know like you deserve to be here like you're doing your best like what yeah, more do yeah, you want yeah. and you know you just hold yourself high and like the the whole fake until you make it thing is actually yeah you know it it it's it works like cuz at some point your body can't differentiate it's like wait are we actually like yeah. do we actually know what we're doing oh wait oh maybe we ah. do cuz i think maybe yeah. you probably know more in your head than your like one part of your brain tells you like there's there's like a little bit of like lack of self-confidence in all of us and when we actually start doing something we realize oh frick i actually notice stuff i i remember learning about this when i was at uni or whatever it is and like you, yeah it, yeah you just go back to knowledge that you've already had mm-hmm. yeah it's so good are you able to actually start acting out of like kind of like intuition it becomes yep. more like a natural just like you know, response. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. I really like those, yeah. Yeah, so good. Now keep going. The number five, banish procrastination. If you wait more than a week to get get an idea done, abandon it. The point of being done is not to finish, but to get other things done. Once you're done, you can throw it away. Laugh at perfection. It's boring and keeps you from being done. People without dirty hands mm. are wrong. Doing something makes you right. Failure counts as done, so do mistakes. Destruction is a variant of done. If you have an idea and publish it on the internet, that counts as a ghost of done. Done is the engine of more. Hmm. And then the more you create, the better content you start creating. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think about, like, that almost sounds like it's like a quantity over quality. Like, it starts as that. Yeah. Or it, and then I think it starts as that and then changes. Like, I think this is probably not beneficial for everyone, but I found it really beneficial because really I... generalized, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Clearly, it's not good advice for someone who <laughs> already can make good content. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and, they, and they just start cutting corners and stuff just to finish. Like, yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. But when you're literally not making anything, just start doing stuff and then finish that project and move on to the next one. Mm. Just complete and then move on, complete and move on. Yeah. Well, I was writing about something similar to that the other day of how, like, perfectionism is is the enemy of, like, yeah. productivity. Yeah. That's um, what one of these was, wasn't it? 
Yeah, because oh, I actually, um, I, I just put up my first article on, on my blog that I'm like just starting. Um, yeah. It was about how I find that when I sit down and like I tell myself like, okay, create, I yeah. get this like major performance anxiety. Oh, like, really? I don't know yeah. if like, that's just like so much pressure, you know, to sit down and be like, all right, like write something, like be inspired. But I feel like my inspiration like has a mind of its own. I know, like, that's, that's me too. Which is weird because that's, that's the thing with creativity. There's kind of the two key elements are like inspiration and then motivation. And I feel like they never come at the same time. Oh, uh, exactly. Right. I, I don't, yeah, I think most creative people could probably identify with yeah, I, it's so creative. It's so hard trying to be creative with a deadline as well. If you've yeah. got like a time frame, like you've got to do something on this particular date, you're like, I don't have an idea, I don't have an idea, I don't have an idea. And you just panic and then you've got nothing. And then like I've found once you actually come up with a like concept, you can just go for it. And, but that usually comes when there's no pressure. I know. And therefore, it's, no motivation. It's really annoying. Just yeah. creative paradox. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Definitely. And you can't, you can't make stuff. Uh, yeah. But, um, well, I was writing about how my creative practices are actually, they actually parallel my, my, my spiritual practices. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, if you think about, at least for me personally, how I, like, treat my spirituality and, like, um, it's, they're both these processes but whenever you sit down and tell yourself, like, okay, be spiritual, like, that's a, I find a similar, like, performing anxiety of, yeah. like... Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you have to do this. And so, um, <laughs> it was just, like, what, like, what do you do then? Because, like, I want to be a creative person. I want to be yeah. a spiritual person. But how can I, like, take initiative and not... Like, I don't want... I'm trying not to, like, procrastinate yeah, yeah. or anything. I just don't know, like... Or to start sometimes. Yeah, it's fair enough. But um, <laughs> this, this is going to sound like really lame. It's kind of a <laughs> unconventional thing for like a 23-year-old girl to pick up. But I'm, I've actually recently gotten really into crocheting. <laughs> crocheting? <laughs> crocheting. Like, really? Yeah. And it has actually, I don't know, cured is a strong word, but it's kind of cured like this this like thing I keep bringing yep. up of like performance anxiety. Cause yeah, yeah. In the mornings, like, I'll sit down and be like, I want to make something. Like, I feel inspired. Like, I want to do something, but I don't know what. So I, I'll i actually sit down with, like, my yarn and my needles and I'll start, like, crocheting. And Sweet. I get into this flow and it actually kind of, I find, I think of really good writing ideas when my hands are busy doing something. It's, I don't know why that is. It's, yeah. But, um, and then at the end of it, I usually feel like I'm thinking clear. And then I have this, like product that I've made like I I crocheted a blanket the other day like or well not in one day yeah. but you know it's really cool that it it became this way of combining um like productivity and creativity yeah that's great but yeah I think everyone I mean I'm not saying like that's the key for everybody that may yeah. not satisfy most people but like <laughs> it's just something yeah. to get me like doing I guess like crow Crocheting. Is it crocheting or crocheting? Crocheting. It looks like crocheting. Crocheting. It looks like crochet. Crochet. Crocheting. All right. Yeah. So I guess crocheting takes away the pressure of creating something because you're like focusing on something else other than your. um, That demand of I have to do. Demand I have to. Yeah. And whether that's like 
a deadline that you've got to meet for a client or whatever, or it's like a perceived thing in your head that um, I can't create something up to the standard I want to. Either way, that's yeah. still pressure that you're placing on yourself to create. And that kind of seems, well, yeah, it just seems to hinder creation, creativity. Oh, it does. Like- so if you, but if you're crocheting, it, you just start to forget about all that stuff and you just... And I at least have something out of it. If exactly. I get no good ideas while I'm crocheting, I at least have like... A blanket. A cool blanket, you yeah. know? Like, it's sick. Yeah, the winter's been a bit, bit breezy and I was like, I need a new blanket anyways. So, yeah. you know, it's a win-win. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, I wish I could remember everything else I wrote about that. But like, uh, it's almost like a meditative act for me of like, oh, I watched this great documentary a few years ago. I think it was called Happy or like Happiness. And it yeah, was okay. saying that um, you can simulate the feeling of like authentic happiness by being in a state of flow. And flow can be found in many things. Like, have you ever been doing an activity and then at the end of it, you sort of just like wake up and you're like, oh, like I didn't realize how much time it just passed. Yeah. Um, like I do that with crocheting. Like I'll just get into this zone and then you kind of like snap out of this like trance you've been in and you're like, whoa. And like your brain loves that. Like it just, it's so like rewarding yeah. to like get so far out of that like overthinking mind. Like... So that it's really become this like meditative practice for me. And yeah, like I thought that was so cool. Like and again, this is I think this is why like everyone has their own everyone has their own like crocheting that they do. You know, some yeah, people yeah. are really into like sports, some people are really into like making music. Like any musician can say that they've experienced that. Like they've yeah, got yeah. lost in the music, you know. Which oh, there's definitely an Ibis full speed ahead like walking at me oh <laughs> uh, the famous bin chicken <laughs> have you heard that song about oh my god yeah uh, um no one likes the bin chicken song yeah yeah it's pretty I good mean, he's getting pretty close he is rapidly approaching oh he's alright or weirdest, she weirdest, weirdest, I can't tell yeah, the sex I don't of want to assume no, sorry don't want to assume. I'm very sorry but um <laughs> What was I saying? Anyways, yeah, about flow. I thought that was the coolest thing. How, um, but I thought it was interesting because it said flow simulates happiness. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't right. give you like meaning. Yeah. Like I can't say the meaning of life is crocheting. That yeah, would just yeah. be kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it do, it is fulfilling and... Because you're doing something, you're achieving something, maybe. Yeah, and I get this, you know, you get to access this just, it becomes intuitive. Like, I'm not thinking about every stitch I'm making. Yeah. It's just, I'm just doing it. And I think that is, like, rewarding for the mind to be like, ooh, I can kind of, like, do this without thinking. Like, it just feels natural and yeah, yeah. that. Or I think that's, like, what links back into that done thing. You're you're doing something like, and when you've made yeah, a blanket, you've yeah. done something, and then you can then do something else. You can and then from there, you an idea. It's just done is the engine of more. Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing is I actually, and it gets better and better quality as you keep moving forward. I guess. Yeah, I find I write so much better after I'm I've sat down to crochet for a little bit. Yeah, like because I've weeded something out. I don't know what it is, yeah, but yeah. it's um, 
you know, just like purge something. Now, one of the, uh, a pretty good piece of advice someone gave me about like writing is just, they told me to just like sit down and just like put everything onto paper. You kind of, you know, when like you turn on a faucet in the first like few like seconds, the water can be kind of like murky and it's just like, yep. ugh, and you've got to really like let it run out. For let it run out. Yeah. It's, an, it's the same thing I think with, you know, creativity as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to just get some stuff out, out before the, the real, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The good stuff gets out, you know? Yeah. But I'm trying to think if I have a version of crocheting, I really no. I just, <laughs> I find like hmm. the best ideas I have for things um, to, I don't really write, I do like a lot of like random, like little talks and stuff. Like yeah. That, um, yeah. Work and everything. But, um, I when I'm driving, I find I get a lot oh, of ideas yes. when I'm driving. Yes. I'll, I'll be driving somewhere for like half an hour or something like mm-hmm. that, just uh, with no music or sometimes listening to music, just being completely distracted, one task, getting to my next destination, and then an idea just pops in out of nowhere. And <gasps> I find once I've got a concept, yeah. then I can go from there pretty easily. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I get all my best ideas like seeds of an idea when yep. I'm on the train yeah, yeah. and then it's like in the most annoying moments where it's the whole thing of like inspiration doesn't come at the same time where you yeah, yeah. as like motivation I actually was curious about that and I remember researching that whole idea of why I feel like good ideas happen when you're doing something else yeah um I actually I have a theory I have a personal theory this is not yeah. tested don't don't hold me to this at all. Yep. But um, <laughs> so I've, I actually, I have a minor in counseling and we'd studied this one theory. Um, oh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's a, a type of therapy used that um, it uses eye movement, like parallel really? eye movement um, to, for people to access traumas. Like there's something about looking from like left to right, from left to right. Oh, I'm not representing so this well. So it's like um, you're, you're trying to get them to look left to right, left to right, left to right? Yeah, it's it's something that um, like a counselor can do with like a client. It's done very specifically. Like I'm very generalizing it, but like yeah, yeah. looking back and forth um, that helps people to access like a certain part of their mind that's just beneath like their conscious like thinking. And I I was wondering if like, Think about when you're out on a walk or you're out driving where like your eyes are looking around. And I think it's like once like you give something for your eyes to like take a hold of, like take a handle of that allows like your mind to. (laughs) There's something about movement, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's like conducive to thinking. I guess when you're driving as well, you're taking in so much information. Like yeah, you you you're concentrating on a lot well, subconsciously without even thinking. So you're already at that subconscious level in the act of driving. Yeah, and it's like a visual representation of like your mind because your mind has movement, but in a different way than your body has movement, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and when you read, um, you know, your eyes are like moving. Yeah. Um, there's just something about like your body physically doing something. Yeah. And that kind of invites, I feel like, your mind to create a similar movement. That's mm-hmm. my theory, is that, like, like I'll just be sitting on the train watching, like, everything whiz by, 
and I think that tells your mind like we don't have any agenda so just like relax and like access what's already there you know yeah our brains are amazing so much content already in there yeah well you think you and it just yeah. kind of like it comes to the surface at the weirdest of times mm-hmm. without expecting it and you'd like it's just frustrating when you're trying to like induce that you're trying to force that out mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't really force it out so you got to distract yourself and hopefully it comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's the the weirdest thing like I don't I don't know like you, you almost have to give yourself like a certain permission but that permission is only granted when like your mind's trying to do something else yeah like your brain is actually a scumbag if you think about it like that's kind of messed up like why is that a function like why why can't just wanting to be creative be good enough no yeah yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not good enough you've <laughs> yeah. got to <laughs> we're just gonna feed you ideas at the most inconvenient times <laughs> Oh, like, I found I get really, really inspired or driven to write right before I'm about to clock in for, like, a six-hour shift. Oh, And I'm like, really? I'm in the mood to, like, be creative. And it's just like, no. Timing's you... so bad. Yeah, but it's the whole thing of alleviating pressure, I think, is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I have a lot of theories on, like, motivations for creativity. <laughs> but... Yeah. I don't think we have enough time for everything. We could go briefly. But can you briefly do it? Oh, my word. Well, so much pressure. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what were we just talking about? That kind of goes against everything, but hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, I used to write I used to get really like meta when it comes to like creativity. I would write about writing. Oh, a right. lot. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Which <laughs> I don't I'm an ideas person. I think I love ideas more than actual, like, things. Um, but... kind of comes to, like, Plato's thing and the, like, ideas world being more valuable than the material world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're accessible all the time. You think about it, you don't... If I have an idea and I want to think about it right now, I can get there right now, as opposed to, like, say, I want to go to Melbourne. I can't just be there now yeah. you know it's it's there's something about the accessibility of something that I I mean you really value because I don't know it's it's always there it's always yours yeah but hmm what was I what was creativity I, I reckon like it's like a desire to leave our mark on the world maybe to like transfer our opinions the the things that the truth that we know to be true to try and like pass that on to other people in the world to leave your mark oh Do you absolutely that's like your motivation i i, I have <laughs> to create when i was i think it was at the more the beginning of college it's something i've kind of come to like accept but i hmm, i have like this massive like anxiety of being a consumer and I'm like only being a consumer in this world and so I feel heavily responsible to contribute back which is what I think in its most like pure purposes what creativity is is you know like we're (laughs) you know we have the ability to like share and so I kind of view 
life overall as one big breath. And, you know, as I get to, oh, wander around Sydney, I'm, you know, consuming these sites and everything. And I have the ability to, like, give back. And I feel that, like, that's, I'm responsible to do that. Um, you know, to, like, tell my observations. That's interesting. And you feel that, like, responsibility to give yeah, back. Which it's is, not just a desire. It's like a, no. a drive. Or, like... It's not. I like. I can't think of another word for responsibility. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's not a pleasant like you word. Have to. It's. I definitely have this, have to. There's some, there's some like ego attached to it, which is I think what was one of my, f- biggest like inhibitors of actually being productive is telling myself I have to because, then, it just becomes like a, like a demand and that, doesn't seem fair, but. Um, I don't like. I think I, I slowly kind of like. I'm getting rid of of that because it doesn't. It doesn't have to be a demand. I'm like, who, I ask myself like, who's making you like? Who's like holding a gun to your head to create? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nah, nah, never mind. And it comes back to the whole thing we we're talking about before. If you feel like you have to, you probably won't because you'll feel too anxious about actually yeah. doing it. Yeah, it's like this whole. And you won't get anything done. You won't put anything circle. out there. Yeah, but rather um, my my aim now of kind of like overcoming that is is more of like the creativity that I share, whether it be like words or visuals or like music or this or that is for someone to feel like understood through it. Like, which is, you know, like I said, at its core is like what pure creativity should be is just yep. making people feel a sense of like being understood and belonging and, you know conversations are creative you know yeah it's, it's beautiful yeah but <laughs> absolutely no that's awesome that's a full circle we've done pretty I know, well I, I feel like i keep saying things and it it all just circles back it all circles back yeah it's perfect. doesn't it so hmm. take home points for it's me a joke about the circle of life and oh. the lion king and uh, that, that, one, that should yeah. be the intro song for this one <laughs> yeah, rights are probably so here? expensive for that <laughs> worth it though <laughs> Totally worth it, but <laughs> it's not going to happen. You guys can just imagine <laughs> that happening. <laughs> um, take home point for me: um, I think so many people have a desire to create and to put something out into the world. I think that's a good desire to have um, because you can make the world a better place. This is like what we've been talking about for the last few weeks, which is kind of cool. It's gone full, full circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone can create stuff. And there are things that do hold us back, like writer's block, I guess is one way of putting it. But that's like a very, I think that's more broad than just feeling a block against writing. It's like a block against all forms Mm. of creativity. So find your crocheting. (laughs) Find your version of crocheting to distract (laughs) yourself and to like actually be able to um, create. How how like lame do I sound though? Actually, Why? no, I don't care. Crocheting is awesome. Don't knock it till you try it. First yeah, no, I'm not knocking it. <laughs> Never tried it, but definitely not knocking it. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I think you just provided an excellent summary. Honestly, find your flow. Like, I feel like everyone deserves to feel to feel that to feel like natural. Mm. It's probably the best way of putting it. You know, you shouldn't feel, like, awkward with yep. the world. There's, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> good good spot to finish up. Um, you can go follow Kristen on Insta. She's already dropped her oh name boy. a couple of times. <laughs> if you want to hear some random existential, just like yeah, ranting, I love that kind of stuff. That's a, it's a good place to go. Is my well, my that's social all media platform. This is all existential <laughs> ranting. It's all yeah. <laughs> love it. All oh. right, that's uh, that's that's it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's worth almost getting attacked by an ibis. It's fine. Yeah. Great experience. I do have a history of being attacked by birds, but that is really? probably stories for other oh, times. Share it on Insta. Everyone <laughs> can go to your Insta to hear that story. Out of context, that's just going to be like so weird. Like someone's going to start following me for the first time. Yeah. And the first thing I post is me being like attacked. So at least one time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens to the best of us. But <laughs> yeah, anyways, thank you so much. Yeah, though. no, no Giving worries. Me another Thanks for being here. Thank share. you so much listeners as well for listening and supporting I uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And, yeah, just leave me a message of how I can make it better. That would be unreal. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for coming. See ya. Bye. Bye.